Hello and welcome to the Connected Coach Podcast. This is the coach for health. This is this is the coach. This is the podcast for health and fitness coaches who are craving deeper transformation for yourself and for your clients. I am your host, and my name is Hannah Deindorfer, magical fairy unicorn business coach, human. I'm your guide. I'm your supporter in this process to have deeper transformation, to get more connected to yourself, and to have more connection to your mission, your purpose, your clients, and your life. So today, we're talking about money. And the reason why I'm so excited to have this conversation is because I have been one in a money seminar for the past 11 weeks, learning about my own relationship to money, learning about the trap that is money, learning about the games that I play with money, um, learning about what money really is and how to be with money and use it as a resource instead of having it run my life, instead of it being something that runs me. And so we're going to talk about how to be a money magnet today. And I'm an authority for sure to speak on this because I've been literally getting money just given to me and sent to me since I was like 15 years old. When I was 15, I won this essay contest in high school and I just knew that I was going to win. It was like a national essay contest. The prize money was like three grand, which was like insane to me at that time. And I just knew I was going to win. I just like waited every day for my letter to come just with full confidence that it was going to show up and it did. And so that kind of attitude with money has been about half of my experience. And, you know, the other half I'm going to share a little bit more about today. So the reason why this is also top of mind for me is because I also just hired a financial advisor. I just paid my quarterly taxes. Money is just something that has been on my mind and on my heart, and I want to share some information with you on money and how to have a better relationship. So (sighs) quarterly taxes. I (laughs) sent in $18,000 in estimated taxes for this quarter, and this was kind of what I expected, but also it did not feel good waking up on September 15th knowing I'd be hitting send on that dollar amount. Um, I just felt my body get tense, anxious, couldn't focus, and the panic in my head sounded something like, I'm going to pay this money and then something bad will happen and I'll lose all my savings and my business will go under and the economy will collapse and I won't make any more money and I won't be able to take care of my boyfriend or my dog and my future children and we're all going to starve. Totally makes sense, right? (laughs) Well, here's the deal. Given my past, it totally makes sense. This is totally the trap that I'm in with money because um, when I was 13 years old, my dad was diagnosed with bipolar disorder and part of his mania was spending a lot of money on credit cards that put our family really deeply into some debt, into some credit card debt. And then my mom had to deal with that. My mom had to start doing the Dave Ramsey thing with all the debt and free stuff and the, you know, putting money into envelopes and all that crazy stuff. But all all that I knew when I was young was, oh, money equals stress. And an emergency might happen and we might not have enough 
or we'll have to do something really crazy because of something that happens. And so I think there's this, for me, this subconscious fear that like, you know, what if I have a manic episode? What if I end up bipolar and then I have to, you know, put my family into debt like that? So now anytime I have to send money or pay money, there's this trigger for me that like, oh, if I don't have this money, something bad's going to happen. So it makes sense. My my story makes sense. My money trap makes sense. And also it stops me from living my life fully. And I, I'm sure that you can relate. Whether it's taxes or buying a car or a casual trip to the grocery store, we can all relate to experiencing a pit in our stomach when you're whipping out your credit card or you know, when you're about to make a big investment, there's like something that happens there with fear and money. And, you know, I think it's really normal and all of your clients experience it too. So here are some tools that I turn to when I have that anxiety around money that I hope can help you and that you can pass along to potential clients to help them work through the investment in you. So First and foremost, your breath is your power. So I'll have you right now as you're listening, just go ahead and close your eyes and breathe as deeply into your belly as possible and exhale through your mouth. So do that right now. Deep inhale, exhale through the mouth. Let's do it one more time. Deep inhale through your nose, exhale through your mouth. And as you do that, you can start to notice that your body starts to relax. You start to be a little bit more calm. You know, anxiety, just like all other emotions, triggers a physiological feedback loop in the body that goes something like this. Big purchase. I can't afford that. Heart starts racing. Tightness in the chest. Sweating. What if I never have enough money to do what I want? Second guesses all of life decisions and repeat the cycle again and again and again. And controlling your breath interrupts that feedback loop in your body, slows down your heart rate, gets you out of your stress response and into a relaxed state, um, calms the vagus nerve, the vagal nerve, releases tension, puts you back into the present moment. When you're in anxiety, you have literally teleported out of the present moment into some future doom loop or into the past. So you get to jump off of that little teleportation device that you didn't sign up for and be present in your body. And you do that with your breath. Okay. So tip number two, by the way, there are four tips. So we're on number two. Tip number two is to stop ignoring the panic. So when money panic kicks in, we respond in two ways. We can either slip down the spiral and drown in our thoughts, or we can try to ignore them and push them away and keep yourself busy so you don't have to feel them. Neither of these are very productive strategies. Um, you know, part of the avoidance is also potentially just not looking at your finances or um, just hoping that you'll have enough money at the end of the month to pay all your bills. So, avoidant strategies, this is like not really productive either. So if you're the type to ignore your panic and to ignore your money and stop looking at it, I'm here to serve you a public service announcement. Your panic wants you to acknowledge it. It's just a safety mechanism. It's just a part of you that's in charge of keeping you safe. So if you can acknowledge the panic and, you know, just feel it for a moment, just notice it in your body, be with it in your body thank it for its protection of you and its many years of service and have a conversation with it. 
Those thoughts are on a mission to protect you, and they're a function of a survival mechanism that came about when you were a kid, just like mine. Just like my panic button is a survival mechanism against me and my dad getting sick, these thoughts are just a survival mechanism for me now and avoiding that same situation occurring now. So those thoughts have been useful for a really long time. And I get to be grateful for their desire to protect me and keep me safe. And the same goes to you. Um, it doesn't mean you have to listen to the thoughts and give in to them. It just means that being with them and feeling them and acknowledging them and thanking them for their many years of service to your survival will ease some of the ease some of the urgency because they they want to be seen. It's like a little kid tugging at your at your pants. You know that little voice just wants to be seen, just wants to know that you understand it's there. And that'll really really start to ease some of that tension and panic. So number three, tip number three is to speak and write it out. You got to get these thoughts out of your head because when they're in your head, they're like monsters under the bed. They are huge and scary and you have no idea what they look like and they are just big and unreasonable and unmanageable monsters. But when you turn the light on and you take a peek, you see there was really nothing there to begin with. So getting those thoughts out of your head is like turning the light on. You get to write them down. You get to see they're just words on a page. You get to speak them out over and over and over and over, and then they don't have power. They're just words, and they're not as scary as you think they'll be. I like to sometimes go to like, what's the worst case scenario? Um, let's talk about that. Let's speak that out. For some people, that's really important for them to just, you know, see what that is, to see what the worst case could potentially be, and what would that look like? And then talk that through because then, you know, it's not that, it's not really that bad. So for final, for the final, um, note here, (sighs) look for the truth. So the chances are, it's probably not actually true that you suck at making money or that you'll go flat broke or your business will crash and burn. These are just stories. So look for evidence in your life that supports what you want to believe about money. Like when was a time that money just flowed to you easily and effortlessly? When was a time that you made a financially responsible decision? When was a time that risk turned into reward? This is what is true. It's equally true as all the other times that prove the wrong story that you want to keep around. So write these down and keep them in your back pocket. Evidence of all of these stories is your arsenal against all the unproductive worry stories. So life supports supports that which life supports. So know that you will be supported. If you're out there doing amazing things in the world, you are supported. You know, I feel actual gratitude for my ability to pay my taxes. It's a gift that I'm attracting money to create the ability to pay at the level that requires the amount that I pay. It is a gift that I can generate my own wealth and income. And I hope you feel the same. So if money stresses you out, please let me know. Go ahead and like screenshot this, share it. Let me know what you learned. Would love if you grabbed a little quote from this that stood out to you and tag me. Um, I hope that you love this and I hope that you feel some relief and you feel good about moving forward with your relationship to money. I love you and I hope you have a great day.